You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 79. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Podcast world, welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode seventy nine. Sesenta nueve. Pow, Bing Town. Up to a roaring start here, coming to you from Boston. The bros took it on the road this week. Uh, I've been take, talking about taking this thing on the road for a long time, and seventy nine episodes later, here we are. That's right. You know, we were supposed to come here uh, in March of 2020 and with the outbreak of COVID, the conference that CC was going to got canceled. So uh, we were looking forward to doing this. I've got a buddy that lives up here. So uh, everybody was a little let down not being able to go. But uh, anyway, we made it back a little time down the road. Yeah, it's been awesome. We meant to come up here not too long ago. We finally made it, brought the cast to Boston, introducing some of the Bostonians to the who's driving your car uh, world. And so it's been awesome and lots of memories, lots of uh, adventures. I hope, I'm sure you'll hear about a few of those today. Absolutely, we're gonna probably get into that. I mean, we were so close guys to coming to you from Boston, the Red Sox field uh, at Fenway right. Park. But said we're coming to you from the lovely confines of the Fairmont. Yeah, we appreciate the uh, people at the Fairmont uh, accommodating us, allowing us to record here. This is uh, really nice. Uh, we're looking forward to having that. It's been a great time here so far. We are very blessed to be here, and we'll probably get into that here along the road. Um, today, we kind of are just going with the bros are coming to you from Boston, but we're going to also hop into some probably an underlying or overarching topic. You can look at it either way of um, having a plan in life versus maybe not having a plan because we've uh, been enduring some of that on this wonderful adventure we're on. But before we get cracking into it, Johnny, you got the would you rather, huh, buddy? Well, I guess I will uh, go ahead and take that again today. This one's going to be a little a little unique uh, in a lot of um, a lot of ways, I think. So, uh, I only wonder, Greg. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, would you guys rather? Would you guys rather Fanta or High C? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Oh man. <laughs> A beverage question. Yes, it's all about beverage. What you want to put in your mouth? You know, you're right. Uh, which one, like, tickles your tongue the most? I'll jump right out. I'm going high seat. I see. I mean, there's really zero doubt about that for me. Not so. a Fanta kind of man, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna stick with the high seat. I think we all. <laughs> I think we all know why. Uh, sitting in the room, so that's that's pretty easy. I don't really have much more to say than that. Love some high seat. Yeah, I'm a high seat guy myself. <laughs> Uh, Fanta, you know, the high fructose corn syrup, and the you know, I don't know, it just kind of fits that soft drink category. But I did some high C back in the day, and it was awesome. 
And uh, not that I drink a ton of that these days. I'm kind of kind of leveling off with you know <laughs> non-caloric beverages. But uh, yeah, I'm going high C. How about you, Steve? <laughs> yeah, you know I got to stay with you guys too. The high C sounds a lot better to me. Uh, and you know along the lines I. I'm in with the low-calorie, zero-calorie drinks now, except for the one that I'm having right now. I have a little cocktail. It's cocktail yeah, hour here in Boston. I think we should Boston, so. with what's going on right now. Well, okay. I mean, if you want. So, high C for me. And uh, we just stopped in. We've been out all day doing a little touring of the city. Uh, on the way up, CC and I got a couple of adult beverages. Um, hot dog here has got some regular tea. Out of a fly glass. Yeah. It's a nice it's glass. It's a pretty cool glass. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So that's what and we have. Hot dogs in here topless. That is right. In my element. Uh, no shirt. Part of the day going on with that, too. Um, so uh, we, we think it's going to be a good cast to, for you all today. And I think a good start to this um, would be the trip in general. Again, we're going to go back to kind of having a plan in life versus not having a plan in life. And on this trip, I really think it was a very loosely outlined plan. We knew we were going to uh, Boston and we knew that uh, we had some plane tickets. Other than that, it was a last minute, got the room. CC and I picked an amazing spot for us to stay. Uh, what was that, Craig? Day before we left? Day before we left. Beautiful town, the beautiful part of town called Roxbury. Roxbury, man. Night at the Roxbury. I've seen that movie. You know, when you're doing these <laughs> uh, <laughs> Airbnbs, you know, you see a big map of the city, a bunch of little dots that represent all your uh, options. We picked a couple cool, couple of spots that looked really cool. One of the facilities was in Roxbury, so that's what we went with. Yeah, we did, and uh, we were really excited about this abode we were going to be staying in, and then. Uh, we also, Craig and I, decided to avoid the um, wonderful advice of our good buddy Ashley here. John <laughs> That's right. Man on the ground. Don't said, listen to him. Oh. You guys need to stay north, not south. Stay on the north side. Stay on the north side. No. Craig and I, we go, whew, we go way south. Deep <laughs> south. And, well, we get into town and what happens, John? First, we lap the airport. Well, you know, we arrive, <laughs> we get in late. Um, and we hop on the uh, transit to the go get a rental car we were going to rent a car and potentially go out to uh the cape go see cape cod uh, martha's vineyard that area so we rode around for i don't know probably 30 minutes we decided along somewhere along 30 the minutes yeah on the tram that we were just gonna you know go ahead and uh we found a better option to get out to the cape we were going to go ahead and take a ferry uh so we just rode around the entire airport we got a good little touristy view of the entire boston airport and traffic and traffic hopped, hopped off and then uh, got a car that took us to the Roxbury. Yeah, took us out to the Roxbury and we're cruising along with a uh, pretty cool uh, Uber or Lyft driver. I can't remember which one. Uh, again, back to no plan. We thought we were going rental car, thought we might Uber, had no idea. And midway through the decision, hop in the Uber and the guy we're driving out there, we give him the address and it was a look of perplexing, perplexing going on <laughs> for sure. He was definitely concerned for our well-being as we drove. And as we drove, proceeded to show us a lot of the beautiful sights along the way, including uh, Methadone Mile, which was a nice attraction by our uh, room, you know, by our house, where um, a lot of drug addicts go to get their fix and they kind of congregate. And we saw a lot of abandoned buildings and other storefronts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a genuine look of concern for us along this ride. Uh, remember, we passed some some uh, emergency personnel vehicles, and he was like, get used to this through the night. 
<laughs> yep, you're going to be hearing this throughout the night. Get ready, guys. Uh, but uh, he dropped us off. I think said a little prayer for us, and we made it to the house, got into the house fairly okay. Yeah, no problems getting in. I was able to pick that lock. Uh, we got in without any problems. So, Got in, got into the house, and it looked pretty good. Got upstairs. It's got three floors, right? Three, like a bottom of kitchen. Yeah, I think it was three floors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made our way upstairs, and the next thing we know, it's like a daggum heat waves come through Boston. <laughs> yeah, the a- AC was not happening on the third floor, which is where all the beds were. Um, also come to find out uh, one of the bathrooms was out of commission. There's a nice little letter letting us know that. So that was one, one that's strike. Yeah, um, no, no, no bathroom working. It was hot as heck. But after some talk around the uh, couch, CC, our buddy here, was really looking into already some secondary moving options at that point. We really hadn't hit the high peak of this thing yet. And um, we decided to sleep through the night. Starting at 2 a.m. when the day ended. Yeah. <laughs> it's now 2 a.m. this point, local time. And I probably hadn't been in my bed a good 15 minutes, and John lights up my phone with. That's right. I'm sitting there laying in bed. We've got to open the windows because the AC is not working as promised. And we just start hearing rat a tat 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 repeated gunfire. <laughs> not just like, I'm going to scare these birds away or this possum. Probably a hundred gunshots going on around the yep. uh, the neighborhood. So uh, John sent me a text. Hey, do you hear the gunfire out there or something? I was like, wait, what? And I had a sound machine going. Lowered that sucker a little bit. And the next thing I know, yeah, the sky was getting lit up out there. Um, but we made it through the night. Yeah, we made it through the night. Um, it is a little cooler up here um, than what we're used to. Yeah. So thankfully, we did get a little break from the heat uh, later on through the night. And then. We had decided the night before that we were going to make a move. So we just got up early the next morning with the crack of the sunrise and loaded, baby. loaded up and headed back north. Yes, the house was also missing curtains. So 445 <laughs> was your wake-up call when the sun came up. So, yeah, why not? It That's was awesome. Right. That's right. One of the things, which, you know, I'd like to hit on just at this point is we have an amazing memory because of all these wonderful happenings uh, that we would not have if it went to perfection. So... Needless to say, we we cruised up to the north side, and again, our buddy CCU, I'd like to give a shout out to, he's been a great navigator on this Talk trip. About, oh, man, navigator, tour guide. It could be Lyft, <laughs> it could be Uber, it could be the train, it could be the bus, it could be on foot. The dude's got it, along with, yes, we'll probably get to it, touring us around all of Freedom Trail narrating. Um, <laughs> so, we, we've been in for a delight, but CC brought us over to the wonderful Fairmont, where we now where we now sit. <laughs> yes, yeah, so now we're in the middle of the town. It's a nice central place, and it's been our home base for exploring this awesome city. And we're, we're making a lot of good memes, as old Matt would say. Yeah, and it's a great spot. You know, we're a lot closer to the things that we want to see. Uh, in fact, we just walked across the street. Uh, we just went and walked through, did a little quick walk through in the oldest library in the United States. Um, it was pretty cool because walking through it looks more like an art gallery than. Uh, a library. Uh, there are some books there, but there's a lot of paintings on the wall, art, uh, mosaic on the ceiling. I mean, it's just uh, a beautiful, beautiful building. Yeah, you could still sit in there, actually read a book, hop on the internet, uh, do some writing, things like that. A pretty cool experience. Um, how about the food, guys? I think the food has been stellar here. Yeah, you know, so far we've, we've had great recommendations on food. I want to give a shout out to my buddy who did a uh, fellowship up here, Dr. Kyle, Art Kyle, and uh, also the man. The myth. The Ashley. Mm, Ashley. Dr. Ashley. 
the entertainment that I was provided with last night is probably secondary to none to some in my whole entire life. Um, so we are, we were very blessed that he joined us at dinner, to say the least. Yeah, it's been awesome. They they, they knew friends, uh, Steve's buddy from his childhood, and being able to meet him, and it's pretty cool. I look forward to uh, today's topic because you know we really didn't make a whole lot of plans until we tried to make plans. We stressed about it, didn't work out the way we wanted, and I think a lot of times in life we. We, we hang up on not taking the step next step because we think we have to have the perfect plan and it it stops us from doing it. And I think some of the best memories we've had, it just happened spontaneously and it wasn't part of our plan. Yeah, our uh, decision to move back north was definitely a spontaneous decision that we made in the middle of the night. Yes, it might have been for safety reasons, but uh, Man, you along know, with AC problems. And along with a little <laughs> bit of uh, relief from the heat. So, you know, we came back into town and then the next morning we had a great. Uh, breakfast, uh, brunch kind of deal at the, what's it called? The Tasty Toast? Uh, uh, yes. The Smiley Toast, something like friendly that. Toast. The friendly, friendly Toast. toast. The Friendly Toast. toast. Great. Great place. Man. Great place. Good food. Um, all kind of wonderful, delicious stuff. Oh, we've yeah. had great, great meals. Yeah, uh, along with, um, we've learned about crossing crosswalks, CC. Yes. It's been great. Um, hot dog over here likes to just dart out in the street. Uh, I tend to wait for the little white character that says walk to light up. <laughs> I don't know. It was just something I was taught. And I, you know, I get, anyway, I was doing that. Matt wasn't having that old hot dog. He's like green dot, baby green dot. He's gone. He's like, no man, you got to look at the cars and the cars don't come. Then you walk. It's like, Oh, so yeah, I have been doing that. Now, fortunately one way streets, I can, I can hang, yeah. but you know, you can definitely make up a lot more time doing that. Make up some time. Um, we've also, um, yeah, I even had a, uh, a driver, and he almost kind of ran in front of, give him a friendly gesture. Uh, that was cool. Made a new friend. Made a new friend. Uh, Made a friend in hey, passing. More like I was trying to anticipate that their speed, but they were anticipating that I wasn't paying attention. But little did they know, two things were going on. He knew. He time. was timing the step, but the guy was, you know. He wasn't really having a whole lot of that. Um, we also learned about middle seat belt buckets. Seat belt. <laughs> seat belts yeah. in a car, too, as well, from our buddy CC. So. We're making a lot of memes up here in Boston, but I do think overarching wise, it is good not to necessarily, I'm a fan of not having a big plan in life. Used to be a guy that um, was like my sock drawers, I like to say, perfectly organized, knew where everything was, what time I was going to be somewhere. And now literally, I think John's gotten to see some of that on this trip, the non-planning side, man, the chill. Yeah, that's true. I've definitely seen that evolution in the time frame that I've uh, met the hot dog man of Lake Charles. Um, where he's loosened up, getting more relaxed, um, jaywalking everywhere he can. Yeah. <laughs> with or without a shirt. With or without a shirt. He has been running around Boston topless. He <laughs> tried to climb Bunker Hill today um, while walking around topless. So Did. I just come off a solid nap in the car, um, <laughs> bebopping over there. Um, and I don't know where we were. Oh, we went to Harvard this morning. Yeah, went to Harvard. We did go pass through the supposed gates of knowledge today. Yeah, sure did. Um, my How did you feel about it, buddy? My biggest concern was trying to find a bathroom the whole time. <laughs> had to, uh, had to, as I like to say, tinkle. So I was really, really trying to find a bathroom. Didn't care. I was like 0 for 7 um, when we got out there. So that was really on my mind. But it, it, was, it was all right. Hey, you know, the grass was green and soft. <laughs> I really enjoyed the grass. <laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> It was nice. It's different than what we have back home. But. 
It was a little long. They should, I think they should. Yeah, have they probably should have trimmed up a little. Kept yeah. a little tighter. Looked like they were trying to cut some cost around there. Yeah, maybe so. No, it's a beautiful campus. Um, you know, it was a little different though. Um, overall, the general feeling of uh, the people in Harvard, around Harvard, was a little bit more stuffy than uh, everybody else that we've encountered in Boston. So I would agree. Really that is something to take place note. up here for the most part. Um, really friendly people. We've met some some great people, which I had. Uh, in my little show note here written out some really cool people we've met I think we've been I've been really proud of our buddy CC John pitching the cast and these Ubers and lifts well I never knew he had it in him these guys are the initiators and I'm the closer <laughs> so you know yeah, you know you got to spread the word they throw the line I reel it in a little bit it's kind of a team effort but you know making yeah. an effort <laughs> no doubt. Uh, but we have met some people. And I think any time in life, um, I think one time we were looking around and couldn't figure out where to go. And uh, Cece and I, again, trying to find a bathroom uh, where we just came from. We got us some great gelato um, earlier today, trying to locate one. We kept reading sign after sign and we're having trouble. So you just pull over and you ask somebody, uh, a local. And we've done that a lot up here. And I think that's another cool thing about not necessarily having a plan. If you have one, you might miss some of the little hidden gems you can get to in life as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, before we left, we had a list of uh, <clears throat> potential restaurant options uh, coming from one of my buddies, Bart. And uh, then uh, once we got here, we we're kind of feeling it out, looking at other options. And then uh, we ended up pulling the trigger on a place called Toro uh, last night. Um, and fortunately, uh, Ashley was off, uh, only had to work a half a day instead of his normal 18 hour day. Uh, he was able to come meet us for a little uh, Latino flair uh, meal. I mean, what'd y'all think about the food, guys? Level 10 again. Really, level, really 10. level 10. I haven't had a bad meal on this trip, but that was a great experience, too. From the stories, <laughs> stories second to none. And the food. It was a really, it was cool to try a lot of different things. It was awesome. I, we've, gotten, we've done it a few times on this trip where, you know, everybody kind of wants to try something different. So we all order two or three things and mix and match. And it's just fun to try new flavors and share and talk about it and what we like and don't like. And so I think it's been awesome. And kind of to go back to your point about um, getting help from people. It's been cool, you know, going back to the plan thing. A lot of times, you know, we're all on this journey together. So whatever part of life you're struggling with, just having somebody you can talk to and ask for help. Man, nine times out of 10, they got the answer or can give you the right direction. Mm -hmm. So these food recommendations from Ashley or even just talking to our Uber drivers or, you know, even like, hey, what block are we on? Just there's always people out there to help you, whether it's something as menial as asking where the next, you know, where, where your restaurant is or even in life in general. Just start reflecting on that a lot this week, I think, just talking about that. Absolutely. And I think the people, it kind of goes back to that too. Even the, the folks here at the Fairmont, our good old buddy, Ted downstairs, um, <laughs> yeah. got to meet yeah. him. Uh, a bellman, is that what it was on? Yeah. Yeah. yeah been here probably for years. Uh, some, some good insight and wisdom talking to him, the people at the front desk who can provide you a lot of uh, mm -hmm. um, information on things like that. And I think it's, it's key sometimes also when you get the information to utilize the information. I think we've done a decent job of that. Yeah, you know, and there's opportunities in your life. You know, there's always somebody who's looking for direction um, that always needs that extra handout. Uh, maybe it's just somebody that just gets lost uh, in one of their daily tasks going, you know, to the store or, or somebody from out of town that you can be that person for them to help show them a better direction, a better way. Or, you know, at, at, at a minimum, just be courteous and offer assistance that you can. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, wherever you're wanting to go in life, somebody's already done it or been there mm -hmm. or headed that way. So you can find that person and have them tell you their experience, 
give you their pitfalls, whether it's some major life change you want to make, a place you want to move in this country, or how to get to a restaurant, or what to eat at a restaurant. There's somebody that can give you direction and, you know, reach out, ask for help, and I think it'll make that experience so much easier and so much more fun. We didn't ask for help when we picked our first hotel. We just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Craig and I were That's just, right. we that just was kind of, we, we thought it was the right vibe, but you know, you swing and you miss and you're told that the neighborhood is a, a nice quiet area with some uh, senior citizens yeah. and some young ones walking and, around and jogging. We know it's cool though. You know, you make a little mistake in life and what happens? You won't do it again. You learn something. Nah, probably won't. So next time we come to Boston, we'll kind of have an idea where to stay. And if somebody wants to come to Boston, we'll tell them where not to stay or some of the uh, things we've done. Yeah. Or if you just want to experience, go to Roxbury. Um, <laughs> or if you want to go for it, go for it. Sound like fireworks out there from what we were told. Um, so, so there's always that. But I think another thing too, it's sometimes good to have a plan. I, I am a pretty good, I, I normally have maybe an idea what I'm doing, but not a firm plan, but having a plan. Um, what about some of the things when we're trying to have a plan, maybe pros and cons? A good example would be today, I think going into the trip, we thought we would hop on a ferry and get out to Cape Cod, uh, maybe even try to get Martha's Vineyard action in there. And then we realized how long it would take to get out there again, tried to do better uh, listening to Ashley unlike we did with the, um, the accommodation situation and um, wind up steering over to doing Boston today versus going out there. And I think a lot of that decision, we all did go back and forth all the way up until breakfast this morning um, about maximizing our time, what we could do better with our time. So what about the maybe using some pros and cons or likes and dislikes when trying to, you know, formulate a plan? Sometimes it's good to have one. Well, you know, taking this trip, for instance, you know, we're coming in, wanting to go to, and you, I know that was one of the things that you wanted to do was go to Cape Cod. Did. <clears throat> that was great. That was fine. That was a good plan to have. But once we, you know, talked to someone on the ground, had a little bit more insight of what it would take uh, in order to get out there, see what you needed to see or could see in the time frame before your return ferry would come. Um, and just the time frame that we were here, that wasn't really a, a great use of the time that we had. So, I think there's uh, always people that you can look to um, to maybe give you better insight on how to accomplish or do a, do a task or an activity or, you know, something important in your life better than you may be able to. I think it's awesome. It's like having reasonable expectations, reasonable goals. You know, it's one thing to sit down and say, you know, I want to be an astronaut, go to the moon, I want to do this and this and this. I mean, you could have lofty goals, but set some reasonable, achievable um, expectations. You know, we we had a few more days, we could do a lot more. We had limited days. And so it was trying to make the most of what we had. Um, and also uh, kind of go back to that analysis paralysis. You know, if you overthink something, you can sit there and, and not make any decisions mm -hmm. and, and kind of him and haul back and forth. But at some point you just have to kind of maybe narrow your scope a little bit, not over, over uh, you know, don't bite off more than you can chew. And then just try to just take some baby steps and, and just pick something and go with it. And it's going to be a great memory and awesome adventure, I think. And then you'll get to your ultimate goal. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I'm, I'm with Craig. Uh, don't get stuck. I'm trying to overthink it. It's good to get out there. I mean, that's kind of the, my, the way that I'm wired. I'd rather start walking out there. I normally do this green dot happening, get out there and then start looking around and maybe be like, oh, not the best. Exactly what happened to us in Roxbury. Um, <laughs> and then you got to pivot. Change plan. That's okay. You got to pivot because um, I might have spent more time trying to plan than I had just moving from Roxbury altogether here. So I think that's true. What about, too, I think one of y'all just alluded to, you know, um, taking some advice from people, listening to people, kind of brings me back to the history that we've seen in this town of Boston, along with at good old Fenway Park, where we wound up yesterday. Yeah, you know, I think it's always great to, uh, you know, 
if you do ask for advice or if you do get input from, put from other people to carefully consider it, you know, before leaving or even booking our uh, encounter, you know, we touch base with Ashley, like we talked about. And, uh, you know, after being in the city for a couple of days and seeing what's going on, staying, in, staying on the north side was certainly a, a wise recommendation that, uh, you know, it wasn't that we didn't take it into consideration, but, um, you know, we all have things going on. We're all distracted. We have other activities and, um, you know, things that we have to do on a daily basis. So, uh, we did not take the friendly advice, uh, which would have been good advice to stay on the north side. No, we didn't. And one thing I've noticed here, Craig, John has not thrown us under for picking the place really that hard. Uh, granted, he did yeah. zero, I mean, level zero help on this. He was pretty pretty open-minded, minus staying with the lady, the older lady, which, <laughs> which may have been a better option than where we were. We thought about calling the old lady late at night, but uh, didn't want to get the wrong idea of a hot dog. I mean, he probably showed up chopless, so no telling. <laughs> <laughs> definitely been top because no shirt going on in the night um but i think that that's another uh key point to look at too and also when again having a plan versus not having a plan i think the purpose of this trip in general was to get out get together make some memories spend some, some time together so it wasn't like we're sitting here really trying to have the best um experiences in our life with what we're picking to do with our time it's more just the time together so i think that's another key thing that, that plays into having a plan versus not, it's kind of the end result, what you're looking for. It really personally, I think John's seeing that did not matter to me what we do. I just wanted to, to get here. Uh, the plane, the plane seats kind of mattered, but beyond that, I didn't care. Just spend some time together. No, I agree. And I think a lot of times in our lives, we get too stuck on uh, things that, things that we want to accomplish or, or things that uh, we want, places we want to go, things we want to do. And we don't focus on just enjoying and embracing the uh the activity or the ride or the, you know whatever it takes to accomplish to get there and a lot of times you know that can get lost along the way so i think so, it's great to keep that in, in mind he's absolutely right like this experience of life i think that's one thing that we've talked about on a few of our dinners on this trip is that you know if our plan is i'm going to work this many years and then i'm going to start to have fun or i'm going to do accomplish these goals and then i'm going to do the thing of which I'm guilty of, and maybe we all are to some extent, it's like, why not do it now? Because mm -hmm. we know tomorrow's not guaranteed. So if you're waiting for the right part of life, the right finances, whatever it takes to take that trip, and I'm guilty of it, but I think it, my eyes are open in that, look, we, we took off on Wednesday. Yeah, We're going back Saturday. It's a couple of days, great times, great memories. I mean, who can't just take two or three days to just take, get away and escape? Um, and you can do it on budget. You know, there's always a way. We've learned that. I mean, there's a lot of options to sleep, a lot of options to eat, a lot of ways to travel. You can you can create an experience and a memory and something I'm personally going to try to do more of and be better at. So like you know, your CC. More adventure, yes. you know, like just, you know, give yourself the gift of that, of living life, meeting the people, having the experience, staying in the place with the gunshots going on. <laughs> I mean, do it and you'll learn something. You'll have a funny memory, a great, a great story. And yeah. you, you know, that's living. Yeah, that was a great funny memory. Uh, spending <laughs> the night at the Roxbury. Uh, definitely won't forget that one. I mean, I think a lot of people we met won't forget that too. We probably mentioned about five or six people we've been in Roxbury, you know, people at the Fairmont, waitress, and they literally, people in the cars that were driving us looked at us like, man, I think you're lucky to be here right now. <laughs> so um, I, I think that that's a key element. Also, on this trip, we have had some good, good discussions, a lot of laughs, et cetera. And I think we've all spent a little time talking about what Craig's saying, you know, looking toward 
you know, how we want to spend our days on earth. And even if it's, you can't get out and do a trip like this, um, that we're doing right now, maybe because of family obligation or a work obligation time, you can find those little trips within, you know, even if it's an hour vacation, you know, in town, so to speak, reading a great book and, and going somewhere or doing some visualizing and taking a nap. I think you can also create vacations within. Absolutely. I mean, something as simple as just giving yourself a break, go to the spa, get a massage, mm -hmm. maybe carve out some time, a couple hours, get off work an, an hour early or meet a friend for coffee and just have a, have a dinner together. Or just get eat. some top shelf bourbon. Get some top shelf bourbon. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what Cece did just a little while ago. I'm going to work that in tonight on a, on a higher level. <laughs> and Matt's trying to talk me into the big, big baller stuff. What is that so. called again? Happy. Happy Penny. Oh, Pappy. Uh, yeah, that's convinced. That's what I'm going to drink before the night's over. So we'll see. I'll take a sip of that with you. <laughs> oh, there you go, buddy. Now, there's always opportunities for little mini escapes. You know, mm -hmm. it can be uh, going to church and spending an hour with the Lord, uh, listening to, um, you know, peaceful music or things that make you happy. That's one thing that we certainly saw the entire day today and maybe some of the day yesterday was hot dog listening to a song on repeat. Going down to the river, baby. Going down to the river. He's <laughs> over there bobbing and weaving. Sometimes he's got a shirt on, sometimes he doesn't. But it's been a joyful time for him seeing seeing him enjoy that new song that he's been listening to. I didn't to know if he was singing time. or talking to me. I kind of like, yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's singing. My bad. Sorry, Matt. Keep going. Yeah, sometimes we're just trying to take it in and get a feel. John even brought me down to the river and said, dude, go pray. <laughs> uh, another thing I think we've done a lot of on this trip uh, together within ourselves is a little prayer life, which has been, been a nice thing. You know, every time personally before we shoot the podcast, before we eat, um, we spend a little time giving praise and thanks to the Lord. And I think that can toggle into, again, having a plan in life versus not. There's a line there with being able to give whatever we think our plans are to the Lord to, to ultimately hear what his plans are for us. And if you try to maybe squeeze the rope a little too tight and come up with your own plan, you might not hear what he's got in store and it might be different mm -hmm. than what you think. Yeah, it's always interesting whenever we go through that. And like you said, we, you know, we do say prayers before every meal. We do pray before all the podcasts. We prayed before we took off and landed. Um, yeah. CC's got a little um, anxiety on the flying, so we did a little of that too. He's um, been a great travel partner. So far. He had, he's been fantastic, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to hear uh, what each, each person has on their heart and mind and what they need, what maybe need motivation in moving forward. So uh, each time that we do that, um, I really enjoy listening to what y'all are offering up and hearing, hearing what's on your mind. That's exactly what I was yeah. thinking, Steve. It's like, it's a witness to your faith, to those around you. But in that moment, you know, whatever anxieties or worries that we're personally going through, just knowing that your brother's there to pray for you and listen on the, on the same note, I'm hearing what's on their heart and what their family members are struggling with. And what, you know, we're giving gratitude for the moment we're in, whether it's a meal or the podcast or the airplane and we're asking for protection. But in that same moment, we're also praying for each other because, you know, we're on this journey together, but there's still struggles that go on and we still want to lift up our, our brothers and, and sisters and their families and, and pray because you know, that's the ultimate goal. So it's sort of celebrating life, but at the same time, sharing and in, in the suffering and, and the love and support. So it's been awesome. Yeah. And I think when it comes to prayer, it's great. I, I do a lot of introspective um, solo praying and then I love praying with uh, pretty much anybody who's around me. Um, and I think it's, it is good to, to be able to listen and hear um, other people and what, the, what they're giving up uh, along with to be able to vocalize and say, uh, what's what's on our hearts and minds personally um, to the Lord because we do all have something and I think just in that presence you can feel God 
a little more or I can differently in some of those deals being around others. And that can help, uh, again, when it comes to maybe trying to make a decision on something or trying to plan something, work toward a goal, um, something in our own lives. So I think prayer is a, is a pretty useful um, tool when it comes to making a plan. No, I agree. And didn't you just have a request uh, not long ago? Didn't somebody ask you at dinner to pray for them? Yeah, sure did, John. Um, we recently uh, was with a good buddy of mine who had some people in from um, out of town. And I I do. So I don't put prayer on people. Everybody's got their own prerogatives in life. And um, I get and respect that totally. Uh, but normally when I'm with people I don't know, I'll still say my own prayers. And uh, the lady sitting next to me asked me, hey, would you mind praying for me or praying over the table? And I thought it was a really cool experience because she was uh, she was really into that. And I think that um, a lot of us do want to, to be prayed for or to pray with. And it, it is a moving experience that connects the human spirit, which I'm a big fan of. The human spirit's really neat. Um, another thing that I would toggle in on this trip is the people we have encountered, um, seeing uh, different people from different backgrounds, different um, ethnic happenings going on to, to really relate and and we've needed to be on the same rope as them several times to get some help uh getting around this place no i agree and i mean one of the things that was really interesting today in particular was the connection cc made with the driver and the bitcoin oh amazing <laughs> connection and we just learned so much about cc it was mind-blowing <laughs> yeah we get in the car um short aside and and you know, normally I'm trying to get John, force him to, to pitch the podcast, make some type of movement because, you know, he's our, he's our extrovert of the, on the trip for sure. Um, and little did I know, what did John know? CC would be the ringer for this guy. And they made a common connection over, I don't even know how that came up. How did that? Oh, oh we're talking about stocks, man. I, my Canon sent me a good tip on a yes. stock and I happened to mention it and then Craig just hyped in with some, some language that flew right over John and I, but not <laughs> that driver. Yeah, uh, our, our driver, we were kind of hitting him up for some ideas on where to go. And he, uh, you know, super nice guy, but just wasn't very good at articulating where we should visit. He's like, ah, I'm just not really good at telling people where to go. We're like, okay, that's cool. And uh, Matt was going over a stock he was looking at. And I, I brought up cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and this guy just chirped up. And all of a sudden, he was talking and a big investor into cryptocurrency and that's a whole nother story, but long story short, I knew a little bit about it. And so we started talking and he opened up and kind of built some rapport with him. And that was pretty cool. Kind of made it for a fun, uh, a fun ride. Yeah. Going back to your story on the uh, lady asking you to pray over her mm -hmm. or pray over the table. You know, I heard an interesting thing on Caleb or one, one of the, the Christian uh, radio stations recently is uh, it's a couple, their deal. What they do is whenever they go out to dinner and they do say a prayer, they say, Hey, we're going to say a prayer. Uh, for the tables or anything he wants to pray for. So uh, they, they found an amazing uh, reaction to it. You know, a lot of people or people who have said nobody's ever prayed for me before. I don't know how to pray. So it was, it was a really neat introduction. Uh, not to forcefully press, for, press it on people. It was something that um, they found that people accepted with, you know, tremendous gratitude. So, wow. That's amazing. And it, awesome. uh, it swings me over to something uh, too that recently, remember our guest, I can't remember the episode, uh, Casey Bolton, when she hopped along with us, she recently, she had posted something and sent me a message where she does this thing. Uh, I think she saw on a retreat or read about it where it's like a prayer request and you email um, her, whatever the prayer request is. She prints them out. She doesn't even read them. She puts them in a, um, like a binder or box or something, and she'll pray over those for seven days. And I, I've actually never heard of that form of thing. Pretty cool, but she, she uh, sent a message to me. I sent her uh, an email with uh, 
a prayer request, but I think that's another way uh, to pray for people. And you can ask people whenever you're uh, indecisive or maybe stuck in the mud on trying to make a decision or make a plan and you can't just jump toward a direction uh, to get someone to pray for you. That's, that's true. I mean, if you're making a plan or you want to ha you have a plan and there's either fear about what the right step is or you're looking for the courage to do it or you need answers, you know, um, prayer, you know, can be a great way to discern those decisions or even just asking others to pray for you. I mean, ask, bringing the Lord into your decision, I think, is the best thing you can do as far as giving you the guidance you need and the courage and strength you need to, to know which path you should be taking. Yeah, that's something that you can always do on your own, but there are other avenues like you're talking about through there. And uh, again, I think it's Gay Lover, one, one of those. They have 20 pastors on call 24 hours a day where you can call. And if you have something that uh, you want to help offer up, that they'll pray with you uh, and uh, give you that spiritual support in times that you need it. And know the bros are praying for you guys. I mean, before the, each podcast, we pray for our listeners, we pray for y'all, we pray for our family members. In each other and uh, we're on this journey together we definitely ask for your prayers for our podcast and we're all in this uh beautiful in this beautiful life together so we just thank y'all and if we could ever pray for y'all for anything specific never hesitate to reach out because we're here for you absolutely cc and probably one of the last things i want to bring up here too when it comes to having a plan versus not all of us are are wired a little bit differently god made us uh, all in his image and likeness uh, but we're all special and have our own talents in our own ways and for some of us out there, uh, it's great to make a pros and cons list, sit there and, and go over it. For some of us like hot dog, you really just don't have a plan. Get out there and get hot and see what happens and uh, learn from doing wrong or maybe doing right. Um, I'm the only one who doesn't want to look both ways when they cross the street. Just get out there and dark comes, try to avoid it. Um, and one thing I've noticed on this trip is that, just like Matt said, we've each got our, our strengths and gifts and talents and different things that we're good at so it's funny we'll go into a situation and Matt's like Steve you do this Craig you do this I'm gonna do this or vice versa and so in life a lot of times I think we we get stuck because we think like okay here's our plan here's our goal I'm good at this one thing but you have all this anxiety and insecurity about the other things to achieve mm -hmm. the goal so surround yourself with people that find somebody who's good at the thing you're not or um, surround yourself with people who have that certain talent and share in the journey and you'll find it so much easier because you're not going, you know, you're not walking uphill. You're just, you're kind of doing what you're naturally gifted and comfortable doing. And you're going to get help from somebody else who's really good at the thing you're not. And you can both achieve a goal and you can both move towards what you're trying to accomplish. And watching and observing and, and, and taking part in those processes is some, and a way for you to gain extra skills and something that you may not be great at. Absolutely. Also, see, that's a good point. Yeah, I would couple that uh, for myself personally on this trip. Again, I'm, I'm kind of was the big painter of the brush just wanted to get us here didn't really care and since we've been here i really relied on john slash ashley to figure out where the heck we're eating <laughs> and craig to figure out where the heck and how we're going so um i'm a big believer in stay in your lane uh and i'll just walk in the middle of the road so we get to where we gotta go <laughs> stay in your lane i'll walk in the road but it's so true because without matt i don't know that we'd have been here because yeah. he definitely pushed the bar and forced us out of that comfort zone of just sort of like nah man i'm busy i got this and this he's like no let's take, let's take a time out and you're kind of opening us up to all the beautiful things we've experienced and yeah wow. one of the best things i heard was craig said we're going to do this every year and i thought oh man cc i'm loving what you got to say <laughs> No, this has been a great time here in Boston, and uh, you know I'm just happy to have this time together. You know, it is it is um, an odd thing, you know, whenever you have family at home and leaving them, it's difficult. You miss them, but uh, I always tell my wife, I'm like, oh, you don't know what, you don't know how great it is for me to come away for a little while and miss you and be able to go home again. To me, that's great. Uh, so I had the 
Tiny Gift uh, calling me saying, I don't want to go to sleep. I'm crying for you. So those kind of oh. things are difficult to do. But, uh, you know, it's always a great reunion whenever you get to get away and then come back home again. Man, John, yeah, beautifully said. And I think myself personally noticed uh, a lot of people, Lady J, shout out, helping out with Reese. Reese has been a little under the weather. Um, Courtney holding it down at work. I think all of us have people holding it down at work for us so, uh, to be able to do this. So we give a lot of praise and thanks there. And guys, uh, we're going to swing it into the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas or what made you pump the brakes. And uh, we talked about this before the show and we think CC's the guy. CC, what yeah. you got, buddy? No, I think today is a group brakes and gas um, kind of episode. We all hit the, hit the gas to come to Boston so we could hit the brakes uh, on life and just kind of remove yourself from that environment. You know, a lot of times we're... You know, we're just doing what we do day in, day out, over and over. And so sometimes you have to remove yourself from that environment to remind yourself that there's the world's much bigger than the, the little microcosm you're in. And it kind of helps reset the buttons. I think it resets your your spirit and it resets your your thought process, uh, you know, your relationships kind of opens up your eyes, your mind and eyes to new opportunities. So um, the bros did all, all that this week and it's been really good. Uh, looking forward to new adventures. You know, like Steve said, I mean, distance makes the heart grow fonder. So Amen. the kids start getting missing you, the, you know, you, you miss your spouse, you look forward to that reunion and it's kind of just like, it's a beautiful thing. So I think it's, uh, um, we all, all three of us did that this week and uh, it's been awesome. And then hot dog miss Lady J. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good old Lady J holding it down for Lady you. J. Back at Ground Zero. Uh, I do, I have a lot of people to think. I, I've, I've had a very, good, um, especially the last few months traveling, but I couldn't do that without people, uh, again, at work. Uh, a good old Lady J's, no doubt, helping out um, a lot of friends. Susie Book, a lot of people have helped me be able to do this over the last few months um, from a little lifestyle. Um, and I would just like to thank you guys for coming on the trip. I know we've talked about this for a long time. It's been great hearing Cece relive some old memories, man. <laughs> Seeing John, they're bringing back a little of his old self, even though I've tried to get him to a diner. I'm over two for a 12, one o'clock a.m. trip to a diner. Um, but it's been good to see that, guys. I'm, I'm glad we, we did the trip here. Still got a whole night to go. Don't know where we're going to eat and got a half day tomorrow. Yeah, you know, it's been a great time. Looking forward to it. Um, and I hope we stay on the same kind of food track as we've gone yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. The food has been fantastic. And, it, you know, it is great to get away, uh, to have that little time separation. Uh, like CC said, definitely makes the heart grow fonder and reset some of the things that, um, you know, you may need to prioritize in life. So great times. All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in this week. Uh, we I would implore you to look at yourself, maybe look at those uh, decisions, plans, not plans you got going on. Simple things could be big things. And um, you got any tips for us, feel free to holler at us. And as we, we like to say, if you get a chance to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, uh, we'd appreciate it. And until next time, we'll catch you later and see what John's got with these olives in his glass. Uh, hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. If you feel like 
you sing with me?